0: hey guys welcome back to the podcast it's your girl adri of course how we doing today i'm like checking this microphone level to make sure this audio is good i'm in a new spot i'm sitting on my couch how we doing today it is uh wednesday of course my casual podcasting day i'm doing pretty well it's a rest day for me wednesdays have been my rest days recently and I went on a walk this morning I've been vlogging for YouTube also so I have that going on and I'm podcasting so that's my day I think Barbara is out right now but I think when she gets back we're gonna go get food somewhere even though I'm trying to track my macros it's fine we can go get some food I have like way over 1100 calories still left to eat so we are good to go anyways um I know why most of you guys are here I've been so I've been posting on my story all day today not even all day I know this is kind of last minute so if this doesn't come out exactly how I want it to it's probably on me it's because I decided to throw a question box on my story last minute to ask you guys these questions but I was listening to uh Sam and Taylor's f-word podcast and I got a little inspired they did like a girly chat episode where people ask some questions and honestly I feel like my engagement on Instagram has kind of been down like my stories aren't getting the views that they should be getting but it's fine whatever so I got a couple of submissions on my story for things to talk about and I just kind of picked apart some questions that they got asked on their podcast also and I'm just gonna um Like answer their questions too so i guess we'll just jump right into it actually let's do a recap of my week because a week recap is important so last week oh my god you guys i went to go see bad bunny last week okay um all i'm gonna say is that um i got in last minute with the help of a reseller outside that's that's all i'm gonna say so yeah uh bad bunny incredible this is my second time seeing him in concert i saw him back in march if you've been following me for long enough or if you're close to me, you know that I literally flew to, drumroll please, flew to Toronto, Canada to go see him back in March for the motor del Mundo concert uh, because t- tickets were cheap and they, for the price that I would have paid to go see him in Miami or Orlando, I booked like a three-day trip to Toronto to go see him. So yeah, so I saw him back in March and then he was coming to Houston, and I literally could not miss out on the opportunity of seeing him and again in Houston. I would have felt the worst FOMO in the world knowing that he was in this city and I wasn't there. So I uh, found a way and found people to go with and uh, did it. This is your sign. Um, go see Bad Bunny if he's coming to your city or go see the artist that you've been wanting to see for a while. Don't miss your chance because you will experience horrible FOMO. I don't even know. Aside from that, not a lot has been going on. I think I might have gotten... I'm not going to jinx it I mean he told me I got the job I was told that I got um a job that I was reached out to about which was great because it was something that like kind of came to me instead of me looking for a little bartending job he said he's gonna work out the details with like my pay and everything but I should start a little bartending gig or like cocktail you know bartending gig hopefully in a few weeks on just like a Friday-Saturday thing, so that'll be good, so I'll get a little a little income there, too, beside my Anaka and my online coaching stuff, so that's exciting. Not a lot else has been going on. I've started doing a lot of volume for my prep, me, in December, so I've been working on that, and it's been rough on my body. I need to uh, recover definitely a lot better, and take care of my legs a lot more because my knees are starting to suffer a little bit but that's in and of itself a completely different thing i know you guys want the juicy details on this podcast so uh i guess let's just jump right into it welcome again to the podcast this is your girl adri and if you're a boy or if you're my family members click away now i mean i guess if you're a boy like you can listen and you know i'm not gonna i would discourage boys listening because i want this to be like a girl talk but i know i have like a large male audience also, for whatever reason. This episode is for the girls, gays, and they. So if you're not one of them, um, scroll off, especially if you're my family member, specifically my parents or my brother or extended family. Please don't listen to this episode because I'm going to be talking about things that you don't want to hear about my personal life. So... with that being said, I guess let's jump right into it. I'm gonna tell the story. I don't know where I should start. Like, I wrote down some notes for myself, and, like, I have some questions that people ask me, and I'm like, uh, where do I, where do I go? I'm like, this is also so weird, the fact that I'm just, like, this is my third episode. It's, like, my third day out here, you know, and I'm gonna be talking about this type of stuff, but anyways, let's talk about, someone asked, tell us the story of how you lost your virginity. So... (laughs) just starting off on this note the story of how I lost my virginity like my first time well so if you don't know I mean most of you don't know this um I I think I mentioned it in my podcast in my last episode my one and only like boyfriend girlfriend relationship was a relationship that I was in in high school I was with a guy for four years from freshman year of high school yeah, I had to tell the story because I said my birthday from freshman year my birthday uh 2013 like, through January of my freshman year of college, so 2018, yeah, 2018, I was with a boy, and growing up, I was born and raised in a Catholic, Latino, Hispanic household, and I was the oldest child, and I was, you know, the daughter, the daughter being the oldest child in a Latino, Hispanic, Catholic household, so you could, (laughs) based on that information, (laughs) you can figure out how like I wasn't like I wouldn't say like sheltered I would just say like I had like Catholic guilt even though <laughs> I stopped really considering myself like religious slash like Catholic so maybe sometime in high school in high school was definitely when I started like questioning my faith and like asking a lot of questions that, like my dad or, like, the internet couldn't really, like, give me a solid answer to, so that's when I really started questioning, like, my faith and, like, my religion a little more, but I think in terms of being with a boy and being in a relationship, I still had, like, that Catholic guilt of, no sex before marriage, save, you know, save yourself for, like, a husband, save yourself for marriage, this, this, and that, right, so I was with this guy from, again, freshman year of high school, all through high school, through freshman year of college, we over the years had done everything you know leading up to sex and that didn't even start until maybe like halfway through like sophomore year something like that like maybe even like junior year freshman year I was prude like I was like I don't even because I feel like I like thinking back to it I don't remember being like horny like I (laughs) I don't remember you know having the urge like to do anything like crazy sexual or cross those boundaries or whatever so freshman year just wasn't even a thought in my head maybe like sophomore i think everything kind of started like sophomore-ish year so we went a full year without like with like just you know innocent little kissing you know whatever sophomore year was probably when we started getting into it a little bit uh and then that kept going for like two years maybe and then i remember (laughs) it was just one day so i know we had like some issues where like (sighs) this is where some of like my religious trauma comes from first of all (laughs) okay so the boy the boy he was he lived with with his mom He was an only child lived with his mom his mom was very religious also but not catholic they were christian one branch of christianity i'm not sure what you know branch of christianity there were maybe like uh, I don't even know. I don't. I don't want to say it because I don't even know. They were Christian though, very not Catholic because she was a lot. Okay, I'm gonna sit here and I'm saying she was kind of a lot. So she was the type to where you know, like he would come home and he would say something about me being Catholic to her and she would say something about you know oh my god like not catholic like hated the idea of like catholic people like the catholic church is evil that type of like religious person right so there came a point in our relationship where i think i started leaning more into the idea of like okay you know maybe like i am willing to like do this with him like have sex with him you know whatever and he was the one that started turning away from it and we actually went through like a a period of like a break that we took because of the fact that, like, suddenly our views, like, didn't align anymore, I wanted to, you know, progress with this, do this, like, have sex to, like, continue our relation, like, further our relationship, whatever. And he almost didn't want to because now suddenly something switched in him and he wanted to save himself for marriage. So, we took a break. For a while, and during that break, you know, I did my thing, he did his thing, and then eventually we realized uh, we were still like literally talking every day. Like I don't even know what the fuck the point of the break was because we were still talking every day. Eventually, we got back together. <laughs> And I guess the man had changed his mind. You know, it didn't take any, like, coercion or anything on my end. I'm not saying that I had to convince him or anything like that. But we got back together because he realized that he wanted to continue down that path with me also. And I think one day, I have, like, the ex- I know the exact date that it happened because I took a Snapchat the day that it happened. Like, we were driving in his car back to his place after school one day. This was officially senior year also. So, this is, I think, like, March of my senior year of high school. So, I took a video... Like, just a selfie video of us sitting in his car, driving home, and every time it pops up on my Snapchat, I'm like, oh, this is the day. (laughs) I don't know, I think it's someday in March, so I'll see when it comes around. After school one day, and we just, I think we just casually would, like, go back to his place and just hang out, whatever. And I think something in my head had clicked, and I was like, I'm gonna fuck him today. (laughs) So something clicked, because I remember, you know, I remember being in that mindset of, like, yeah, this is gonna happen today. And then we like went upstairs and like it did. So bada bing bada boom. That's <laughs> that's how that happened. And it was good. I mean, like I don't I don't regret that experience because I think I was lucky to say that I was able to have that first time with a boyfriend that again I was with for literally four years. And he was a guy that like respected me and took care of me. He was nice to me, like did good things to me and for me. So it's not anything that I regret. I'm glad that I, like, you know, quote-unquote got it out of the way with someone like that instead of someone, like, random or, like, a random, you know, you know college hookup if it got to the point where I'd have to wait until then. I'm glad that to absolve me of, like, my Catholic guilt a little bit i could justify it with the fact that like okay it was with a good guy it was in a respectable manner like i enjoyed the experience it wasn't it wasn't awful like i think i think i enjoyed it the first time like i think it was fine sam and taylor were talking on their podcast about their first time talking about how like it felt like a knife stabbing them i'm like oh my god like girl are you okay like (laughs) it should not i don't know i mean i don't know what my audience i mean i do know what my audience is but if for some reason i have a girl listening to this podcast right now and she has not lost her virginity yet um know that it should not feel like you're being stabbed with a knife um it definitely should be it probably won't be super pleasurable the first time that you do it this was now oh my god like fucking so how old am i 23 i think i was 18 so it's been what four or five years i think like five years five years since then but yeah it definitely should not be an experience that hurts it should be it'd probably be like a little uncomfortable but it should not feel like a stabbing knife you know just have fun with it i mean life's too short to like not have fun like that just do it safely As long as you do it safely we did wear a condom so speaking of condoms that kind of brings me into like I guess my next topic of conversation I wanted I wanted to talk about the topic of birth control so very soon after that so this is funny because with this timeline like everything kind of matches up so we broke up January of me of us being uh, in our freshman years of college so this was like my second semester of college and I had gone to a gynecologist over that winter break and gotten prescribed birth control just that winter break. So that means that I broke up, we broke up, you know, the same time that I started taking birth control. And I was on, you know, the pill, birth control, and I was officially on it for, I just stopped it. What month of ran? August. Four years? Yeah, four years I was on it. So four consecutive years I was on it, I probably switched it around like once or twice, maybe three times I switched it around a little bit. So I was on birth control for all that time. And I was talking to my mom about it just this morning, about how my sister might be getting put on birth control soon to try to control their acne a little more. asked me, she was like, you know, did you gain any weight when you were on yours? Because I told her like I'm not on it anymore because I kind of... I'm not having, I'm not like actively having sex right now. And I wanted to kind of get more in tune with my body and kind of feel out like, what does it feel to like ovulate again? What does it feel to like have a normal cycle again, you know? And the fact that I'm not seeing anyone, I'm not dating anyone at all. Like I haven't been with someone since June of this year. So I am on quite a bit of a dry spell right now, but it's not like the worst thing in the world, you know, it's like, whatever. But yeah so I haven't been on birth control since like maybe since before that since maybe like April not April I wrote it down somewhere maybe like May oh yeah so my mom asked me if I gained any weight while I was on it and I was like technically I was on it for four years when I was like still growing and like developing so yes I gained a lot of weight when I first started taking it with me you know my freshman year of college of yeah my freshman year of college I was probably like 130 pounds maximum I'm sitting at 170 pounds right now So yes, I definitely did gain weight. But again, like I, that was also the period of time that I was like still growing. Like I was in a different environment. I was, um, I started lifting and started eating more. So of course I'm going to gain weight. Like I can't imagine how I would look right now if I was still 130 pounds. So if anything, I told her that when I got off of it was kind of when I started feeling a little noticeably like fuller. Like, almost, like, more filled out in my body. That's when I got off of it, like, maybe, like, a month or so, like, after I stopped taking it was when I started feeling like my thighs were chafing a lot more. Like, I almost feel like I filled out my body, if you can, like, imagine what I mean, after I stopped taking it. But I think I've been around the same weight still like it's not like I went from 160 to 170 since I stopped taking like I've been at 170 for a few months now I don't really know what the deal is there but in terms of like getting off birth control like like I said I've been off of it for a couple months now my period is super regular like it's like it was at the point for the first few months where it would be like on the dot exactly four weeks apart and the past two cycles Yeah. So the one I just had last week, I was finishing it. And then the one before that, they came like a few days before the four weeks. So it was like three weeks and like three days, but yeah, super regular. It literally lasts three (laughs) full days. And then like one and a half ish day of like (laughs) barbecue sauce. (laughs) If you know, you know, (laughs) so that's that. Oh yeah. See, someone asked me about training out, talk about working out, On the time of the month and how it affects the workout slash mood so i personally don't have an issue with working out on my period i used to get really bad back pain like really bad cramps when i was younger before i started the birth control but when i was on it my period got like super light and then now that i'm off of it i've been off it for a few months now so i've gotten back i, I want to say that i got back you know into my normal cycle of it but i've been pretty good someone asked how do you shoot your shot with girls this is uh, an interesting one because i mm, <laughs> the only girls that i've hooked up with have been my friends so <laughs> actually that's a lie i hooked up with a girl before I left Gainesville. It was actually technically like the only one night stand that I've ever had, like I took her home like from the club. I'd like to think, I would like to date a girl, like I'd like a girlfriend at some point. It's like weird shooting your your shot with a woman because a lot of times, like girls are already, I feel like so gay. Like you go into like any girl's like comment section on Instagram and it's like all her friends saying shit like, oh my God, sit on my fucking face, like smother me in your ass cheeks, like shit like that. And it's like, not all of them are actually serious. (laughs) some of them might actually want that, but not all of them are actually serious. All I'm trying to say is I think it's kind of hard to, like, find the women that actually like women, and it's just kind of has to be a conversation that you have to have, figure out, I guess, you know, it's hard finding women online, or it's hard to, like, tell that from social media, or, like, even in person, like, if you were to go to, like, a club or something and find someone in person, like, it's you have to feel out the vibe. I would say the way to pick up a woman is to just flirt with her, like, how you would flirt with a man, I don't know, call her pretty, like, buy her a drink or something, and then just see where it proceeds from there, but honestly if you find out a better way, uh, let me know because I need to find out too. (laughs) My lesbian friend Taylor asking me, why are women so complicated? (laughs) Taylor, I can't tell you. (laughs) Taylor, if you find out, let me know. She said, I'm trying to find my mommy. Give me advice. Girl, I don't know. You're better at picking up women than I am. Like, how am I supposed to know? (laughs) This is a good one, though. Why is it that girls can make other girls come a lot faster than men can? This one's easy. It's because a woman knows, like... Oh my god, it's fucking thundering so loud. Because a woman knows, like, her own anatomy, ideally, right? And men, for some reason, are not that well... Or not all of them, right? I can't just say men in general, but a lot of men are not super well versed in the female anatomy and then maybe like they get down there and they have either no fucking no idea what they're doing or two they're just selfish and they're just there for like their own you know pleasure their own you know reasoning and they don't care to help out the woman. You know what I mean? That's the answer on that. (laughs) Another girl asked, have I ever been strapped down? That is a no. That is a negative. If I were to ever be in that situation with a woman, I would probably be doing that action, not receiving that action. So that's that. (laughs) Someone else asked, how to know you're not straight? I wish I could bring into the conversation. Get over here. I (laughs) I need to get another microphone. You'll just know. (laughs) Like the first, like when I caught feelings for a female, I was like, well, why am I attracted? But it was just like a feeling like yeah. it was like, I don't know. You just know it's like that. And it's also thinking past like, oh, she's pretty like she's cute. It's like, do you want to kiss her? Do you want to like touch her? The first girl that I hooked up with shout out Vicky, because I know she's going to listen to me. <laughs> Vicky. I swear to God, I'm a her right now and be like, Vicky, I'm talking about you in this podcast. You better listen to this episode. My first experience with a woman was with, like I said, a friend of mine. Yeah, it was one of those things where I think I told her, like, she asked me a question, something about, like, because I always have, like, my nails done, right? So I think she asked me something something along the lines of, like, you know, you as a woman who likes other women, like, what do you do about, like, your nails? You know, like, when you hook up with someone, like, what do you do about, like, your long nails? And I'm like, I told her, I was like, well, um, I have not, like, gotten that far with a girl before. And I was kind of like, oh, Okay proceeded to get that far with the woman 30 minutes later (laughs) so that's how my first experience happened and I think after that well I think before that I was kind of just sitting there like questioning everything right like I like Barbara said I was like do I like her like do I like women like I think I've always found like women like super pretty and like super like attractive and I'm like okay like you know yeah like I like women like that right It's not until you go all the way and, like, you hook, you have sex with a woman and that kind of will, like, make it or break it for you. For me, after that, it was completely made. (laughs) Completely, entirely made. So, yeah, that's that's how I'm going to answer that question for you. You have to just full throttle it. Melissa wants vibrator recommendations. I want a rose one so badly. Every (laughs) time... Every time I'm on like fucking Twitter and I see an ad for that goddamn Rose Vibrator, I'm like you get ads for rose vibrators? I get like the type of thing where people like a tweet blows up and like they plug in like a link for it. Like I think the company like sends them money to like plug in like the link for it, you know what I mean? So like promote it, right? So I see that. Not like an actual ad that's oh like geared towards God. me, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, an ad that's like geared towards me no the paid promos i should say the paid promotions that people do on on twitter with the fucking rose vibrators so yeah i'm gonna say that one melissa okay let's see a few other questions that i just we're already at 37 minutes this is already my longest podcast of course it is. this conversation i'm gonna pick like a few these are just questions that like i kind of came up with or i took off of like sam and taylor's podcast someone asked them if they would ever have a threesome their answer is completely different to mine i'm gonna say i would have a threesome i would definitely have a threesome not with my significant other i would kill a bitch that's what it has to be (gasps) do we talk about this (laughs) or like i would but our relationship would have to so Fucking strong, right. You ain't never fucked up, like, right, that type of shit. Yeah. like the trust is 100% yeah. there, yeah. And I then think at the same time, I wouldn't just do it with like a random ass person because then it's like she a ho. right, so yeah, no it's just it's it's kind of a tricky situation because when you when you're like a woman that enjoys having sex like hi yes that's me like i'm a woman who like freely enjoys like having sex like it's it's like a tricky situation because like of course i would love to have a threesome whether it's with like actually i have had one with two girls though (laughs) i would like to have one with uh two guys or with like a girl and another guy i think a girl and another guy would definitely be like my trickiest Situation to do because, like you said, like I, I would kill a bitch too. I think. I think the two guys situation would be the best outcome for me. (laughs) Yeah. Um. In terms of a threesome, I think I would definitely have one. Um. It would come down to like Barbara said. If you could hear her, I'm gonna see if we can. You. I'm sure you can hear it. I'm talking pretty loud. Yeah. I'm sure you can hear it. I'm I'm sure it picked up. But. Yeah. If it were to be with a guy and the girl, it had to be a very, 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 very secure relationship because i get jealous very very not like jealous as quickly but like i wouldn't want to see like my man doing anything to another woman like that's not the type of thing that would turn me on i would in fact though like to see myself with you two know, guys you could do it with a guy with another girl if the guy only does shit with you right and he watches you do stuff with the girl. right that, that i'm about true. i am about that but yeah that that's the threesome question that's that's a juicy one (laughs) okay this one was just again off of sam and taylor's podcast also someone just asked them masturbation (laughs) question mark like not do you masturbate not that's what i'm saying I literally said the same thing <laughs> with, <laughs> with what i said about the birth control i'm like yeah i'm not like hooking up with anyone right now it's been kind of a dry summer so what do you how do you think i'm making up for it <laughs> you know? the complete opposite of my past two summers yeah this shit crazy. how do you think i'm making up for the dry spell over here <laughs> this is funny because this is also the complete opposite of like what i heard like sam and taylor talking about they were very much like giggly and very much oh my god this is so uncomfortable like well one of them is in a long distance relationship and she kind of played it off as like oh yeah you know like my boyfriend's away so like i'll kind of do it like they were like scared like almost like scared to talk about it like i understand it's a very like taboo conversation you know like we're still in that era where like the idea of a woman like enjoying sex or like the idea of a woman enjoying masturbating like that seemed as a taboo you know topic of conversation but I'm here to tell all you women listening to this that I in fact do masturbate and I do in fact enjoy it and um it's healthy <laughs> to do so I encourage you to do so whether it's like manually with a toy if you have a detachable shower head <laughs> oh <my laughs> yeah definitely a strong proponent of uh, female masturbation so do it it's healthy um it helps you get in touch with literally oh that's funny get in touch (laughs) she's punny helps you get in tune with your body and it would and it will lead to a better sex life with um partners because if you find out what you enjoy and if you need to like visually watch something or you know like what you think about like that all translates into like the type of sex that you could end up having and like the type of relationship that you end up having with a partner so all in all like there are literally no downsides to masturbation unless you're like doing it so excessively that it's like taking up your day and you can't do anything productive outside of that but I don't see that happening to, the, to a woman I see that happening to men more so <laughs> women you'll be okay um start masturbating if you don't already and if you do continue doing it thank you very much that's my ted talk about that (laughs) i feel like that's like a really good way to like end this because i don't know how we can top that do you have anything else i should maybe talk about (laughs) yeah those are kind of like all the juicy questions i really have um i think we're gonna go ahead and tie it up here this is officially podcast number three is uh my longest podcast so shout out you guys for the horny questions and shout out me for the fun answers yeah this has been fun I hope I can do more like entertaining girly type conversations like this and I hope that you took something out of it like I hope at the end of the day like you laughed at my stories or at what I had to say but you also take something out of it like whether it's um to start masturbating okay. what or to be gay to be gay, <laughs> be gay. <laughs> gay is happy. Yeah, if you're a woman listening to this and you've been maybe questioning yourself, like just get out there, get on um Hinge. There are a lot of I was on Hinge last night. I I lied last podcast. I told you guys I would delete my Hinge. I didn't, but to be fair, I haven't been on it at all. I just went on it last night cuz like out of curiosity, right? The only people I see on Hinge in the city are women. So, get on Hinge because you will very easily, very quickly find yourself a woman on there. But yeah, love is love, sex and masturbation are good, just do it safely, and in ways that won't endanger you or your health, and um, that's all I really have to say, I'll catch you guys next week, I hope you enjoyed this episode, as always, it's your girl, goodbye! (laughs)